you know, people always try to do this tit for tat or this very, you know, technical analysis when we talk about people like Fresh and Fit and um, Andrew Tate and all these motherfuckers, these red pill motherfuckers who was out here creating these platforms about them not being misogynists. The thing for me, here's the thing for me, fuck, fuck what Webster says and, and all of that shit. I stand on these women, I stand on these men hating women and having a deep disdain for women because they do not see women as human beings. They don't see women as human beings. They see themselves as gods, as something beyond human, but they don't see women as human beings. So how do you love another being, another human, if you don't see them as such, if you can't acknowledge them as such in the way that you speak and in the way that you treat them? How, how that is not like, that is not love. Fine, whatever, maybe hate is not the word, but it's not like, it's not respect, it's not love. And if that's not the space that you're coming from, and if that's not the energy that you're coming from, when you're on your platform talking about women, then what the fuck are you talking about? If you're teaching men how to be in relationship with women, but you're not coming with any energy of like, of love, of respect of women, then what the fuck are you talking about? How are you helping? How are you contributing? How are you making better? How are you improving? How are you optimizing? You're not. When I speak about men, specifically black men and men in color because of color because these are the men that I I have most experience with and want and want to be in relationship with. Even though I, even if I talk about my experiences of how vicious, of how disrespectful, of how downright mean and cruel the experiences that I've had with men, there's always this tinge deep down inside of empathy, of innate understanding, because I still see them as human beings. So even though I've blocked some of them out of my life completely, even though I moved out of relationship with a lot of them, even though from someone from the outside looking in, they would know I have every right to fucking hate and fucking implore these men, there's still deep down inside some tinge of of understanding and empathy because I still always see them as human beings with experiences, with conditioning, with socializing, with hurt, with pain, with trauma that have led them to be the person that they are when they met me. So I always see them as a human being, which means there's always love to be expressed there, 
regardless, in spite of. And maybe that's just, maybe that's just being a black woman. Maybe that's just the innate nature of being a black woman. And that no matter how we are disrespected, shit on, stepped on, spat on, Ignored, debased. There's still this part of us that has empathy, that has understanding. There's still this part of us, that this part deep and da- down, that has a desire to extend ourselves. Because we want people's souls to be well and settled. We want them... This desire to mother in spite of, regardless of the way. And you know, when I speak of this, so many people, especially men, and maybe especially white women, I don't know, will look at me and be so annoyed. Because they'll feel like black women are complaining, are crying, are can't get over. They have no idea. They have no idea. What black women have endured over generations, centuries, using our breasts to feed white children. Our breasts to be made mockery of being sucked on by white men who look at us like mules and animals. Who rape us because it's a novelty. Because they want to get a taste of that over-sexualized, you know, um, erotic, exotic black woman. Who, who have had children and literally have had them snatched off of the umbilical cord and sold off. And then we are expected to work and serve with smiles on our faces. Who have had our homes burned because we practice a spirituality that seeps through our pores so naturally. That is a part of our blood, our life force. But we were burned alive with children inside of our bodies. We constantly see ourselves mocked and copied by these white women who want these lips and these asses and these bodies that naturally occur. 
braids and our our fashion, our slang. But yet we we are supposed to smile and be polite and not be angry. We're supposed to take it as a as as being made to just disappear. And then to be blatantly disrespected by the men that we. (laughs) Y'all have no idea. So. I can't fuck with these men because they hate women. And I say that they hate women because they don't see women as human beings. Same way that white motherfuckers didn't see black people as human beings. What do you call that? What do you call that? When you look at another human being and you do not see them or treat them as such. Hey, I know you're still processing another potent episode of the Full Ass Human podcast, but before you go... I want to invite you to come hang out with me on my show, Multi-Passionate Mastery. If you're someone who has a lot of talents and a lot of passions, and you don't subscribe to the idea that you have to choose just one thing in order to be successful, then you're going to love the conversations that we're having over there. And I'm not inviting you to listen to my show just so I can pump you up with empowerment content. You're going to leave with tangible tips and holistic approaches to common problems that multi-passionists face, like focus, prioritization, knowing how to choose what to start with first, and that type of thing. If you're not sure if the podcast is for you, you can start with the episode titled, Are You a Multi-Passionate Creative? Here's Five Ways to Tell. That's episode 38. So click the link down in the show notes or find Multi-Passionate Mastery anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hope to see you over there soon.